My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Welcome to Why Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we just watched The Table Guy. Pretty good. Yeah. It's not the worst. Like, I've done worse impressions on this podcast. Oh, yeah. So, I'll take it. How are you tonight, my love? Fine. Got to go see the Big Dan and Shay show. I did. For like the 150th time. It was the third time. And I've seen it with all of my favorite people now. I used to think. Well, that, oh wait, I didn't see it with my best friend. So. So not yet. So you think you think she'll go to a Danny Jay concert with me? She doesn't listen to country music. I think she'd go to anything with you. Really? Yeah. She loved me. Yeah. I used to think Dan and Shay were like a, a husband and wife married couple. Yes, you did. Before it, I heard <laughs> any of their music, it just sounds because it's like country, and that's how that shit is. Is it? Yeah. I only know one married couple that sing together, and they don't sing together all the time. They would just sing together for a couple songs every now and then. But you could see it happening in country music. I, I just said I didn't. It happened once. Shay's kind of a girly name. Okay. So I thought they were a married couple. They're oh. not. Dan and, cut off all his hair, though. Yeah, you're big sad about Dan cutting his hair. Lame. Lame ass. Friends don't let friends cut their hair. I heard that you were thinking about cutting your hair. Considering it, unless somebody wants to fuck with me. No one's fucking with you. Everybody's been fucking with me about my Because they want you to cut it. I know. So if someone else tells you they want you to cut it, then you're not going to cut it? My body, my choice. No one's forcing you to cut your hair. My mom would. If she could hold me down. She would get my hair cut. She was so mad that someone cut off your rat tail when you were a kid. No, she didn't give a fuck. She probably liked it. Oh, it was your dad. My dad was very upset. He kept me from my grandmother for months after that because they cut off my rat tail. (laughs) So we should probably jump right into the cast because it is an all-timer. This is a great, great cast. Okay. Obviously, Jim Carrey is Chip Douglas. Amazing stuff. Amazing performance from Prime Jim Carrey. He really does play crazy so good. Yeah, he does. It's almost like he is a crazy person. Mm -hmm. A little bit. It's a much darker role than we're used to, and this, he has said in interviews on more than one occasion, is one of his favorite, if not his favorite role that he's ever done. Hmm. He loves the character. And I think part of that is because it was a departure, such a departure from what he was doing. This is right after Ace Ventura and mm-hmm. Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. Um, this likely also led to him considering more serious movies like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and The Majestic. He did the Andy Kaufman bi- biopic, Man on the Moon. So I think this is one of the... He didn't have to be silly and stuff for no, every role. This is one of the pivot points to him taking on more serious roles, even though this is not, like, terribly serious. It's darker, more real. Like, 
this is like a pivot point for him. Next up, we got Matthew Broderick as Steven. He's obviously most well-known for Ferris Bueller's Day Off, a movie which anyone that has ever stayed home from school has seen 100 times on Comedy Central. This was on all the time. The movies I remember the most with Ditch in School on Comedy Central were this and CV4, Cell Block 4, which was like a parody of NWA and gangster rap culture with Chris Rock, Charlie Murphy. Really fucking funny, too. He was also the voice of Simba in The Lion King and Inspector Gadget. Okay. Like the movie Inspector Gadget, that real shitty movie Inspector Gadget. Mm -hmm. He was Inspector Gadget. Of course, we'd be remiss to not mention the director, Ben Stiller, who played Stan and Sam Sweet. Stiller is an unsung genius, in my opinion. He is so underrated, vastly underrated. Ew. One of the most underrated people. Can't stand him. You hate this man. I hate him. Like, like you truly hate this I man. I don't understand it, and I'm sorry. He's done nothing wrong. He seems I like... I hate all of his movies. I hate... I just... It, he just... I just look at him, and I'm just like... Ugh. He seems like he's a nice guy. I don't know. I can't stand him. He seems inoffensive, funny, genuinely kind. Yeah, but sometimes you just don't like certain people. There's no rhyme or reason for it, and he's just one of those for me. I'm sorry. All, all he has done is given us a stream of good movies They're not and joyful good. roles. They're, I don't like his movies. Dodgeball. No. Meet the Parents. No. You've never seen Tropic Thunder. Nope. Something About Mary? No. Oh, my God. It's so stupid. What about my personal favorite? Heavyweights. No. Nobody sees more butts than you, Tony Perkins. No. Nope. Nobody sees more butts than you, Uncle Tony. Great fucking movie. Nope. Don't like it. Did you like him as the nurse in Happy Gilmore? Because you quote his lines. That is the only time that I would quote any of his movies. <laughs> you will sleep. Right? You quote him all the fucking time. But it's because it's an Adam Sandler movie, and I love him. Okay. Well, Adam Sandler loves Ben Stiller. I know! <laughs> <laughs> I know. Adam Adam Sandler low-key loves, like, everybody in this movie, except maybe Jim Carrey. I don't know how they are. Cause they, so there was in the 90s and in the 80s, there was Stallone versus Schwarzenegger. There was kind of an Adam Sandler versus Jim Carrey thing in the 90s, too. Really? Yeah. I didn't notice. Not necessarily between those two, but people, like, Compared who's them. better, Jim Carrey? It happens all the time, like, uh, mm-hmm. when pop punk became popular was like is green day or the offspring you know what i mean that's just always how it is so they did it with stallone and schwarzenegger and they did it with jim carrey and adam sandler and i love them both love them but there's too many amazing cast members to dive deep into owen wilson leslie mann bob odenkirk janine garofalo and of course one half of the amazing tenacious d jack black do you like Jack Black? Sure. Do you like Tenacious D? I don't know. <clears throat> a long ass fucking time ago in a town called Kickapoo, there lived a humble family, religious through and through. Do you like him? So glad that you sang. Can we move on now? I don't get to finish the song. No. His name was young JB, and he refused to step in line. 
A vision heated sea of fucking rocking all the time. Okay, I'm done. Kickapoo's a real place. It's an Indian tribe, too. Do you know that? I thought they made that shit up for the movie. No, I knew that. But I do a lot of elementary school, so. That's true. So the Kickapoo's are a big topic amongst <laughs> our children, or what? No, the Kickapoo it's tribe? Just, it's just come up. It's come up. All right. I'll accept that. Uh, every year, I think in the fourth grade, the children have had to pick a tribe to do a report on. And that's one of the ones that they could pick. Does anyone ever picked it? I don't. I don't. How? I don't listen to the presentations, and none of our kids have ever picked it. No, they picked like bigger ones, so I can actually find the fucking answers. How, do you like steer them that way? Yeah, I'm the one that's helping them do it. Like we're gonna do it right. Our daredevil child, I am flabbergasted, has not picked the Kickapoo tribe. I highly doubt that kid actually even did the report. Okay. That's I probably fun. just did that one for him. That's it's possible. the one that's dyslexic. That's possible. Like, here, copy this down. The movie starts with some static, a sleazy Springer-type show, a game show, a soap opera, just flipping through channels. Everything you can imagine when picturing mid-90s television, a.k.a. trash. The 90s sucked for TV. Everything was shit. TGIF was bomb. Right. I'm not talking about... I'm, mo- I'm mostly talking about... Daytime TV? Daytime that, TV. That was shit. It was, was absolute the, garbage. the bottom of the barrel bullshit. If you stayed home from school sick, you couldn't even watch TV. You had to watch movies or play video games because bullshit. it was stupid. The only thing you could watch was Price is Right. So you could watch you could watch TV from 11 to 12 and that was it. And Jerry Springer was so popular. Just yeah. ungodly popular. But I knew it was fake from even as a child. I didn't like it. So did I. One of one of my friends from high school was on the show They because he looked like an idiot. So they pulled him out of line. <laughs> and he's like seven feet tall. He had a mohawk. He looked like a doofus. So they pulled him out of line, gave him like 300 bucks, and he was on the show. Mm-hmm. He didn't know the person he was on the show with. I right. think he cheated on her. I don't fucking know. But yeah, he was on the show. We all saw it. It was on TV. We know this man. We know that story is not true. Fake as fuck. Mm-hmm. Which is fine, I guess. As long as you know it's fake, I think it's fine. I just, I don't like fake fighting. I don't like real fighting either, but I don't like fake fighting. I don't like fake arguing. I don't like, there's some, I've, I've never been able to watch that shit. But you cannot argue with the popularity of it. Apparently Jerry Springer's like a really good guy too somehow. <laughs> Even though... He got caught when he was mayor of Cincinnati paying for a prostitute with a personal check. (laughs) Which is a bad move. That is a bad move. Yeah, just write your name on it. Straight cash, homie. So he meets Steven. He's moving into a new place, but he's like perturbed with the cable guy. He's late. Yeah, he's late. So he's going to be there between 9 a.m. and my death. Yes, which standard cable guy time frame. This is not even a joke. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. He's on the phone with Jack Black, who is Rick. And he's the one that suggests slipping the cable guy 50 bucks for more channels. Yep. So he starts this ball in motion. Yep. Stevens decides, Steven decides to shower. And wouldn't you know who shows up? Cable guy! Yeah. I have to do that. I don't know if I'll do it much more. Maybe. I don't know. I hope not. 
I don't want to do it. It's so fun. Do you have compulsion issues? Yeah, yeah. Of course I do. Chip is annoyed at Steven's tardiness. Steven is annoyed at Chip's. Chip calls him a jerk-off. It's funny. He's kidding yeah. now. Yeah, he kids like you kid, though. Like, seriously? Yeah, like you're not actually kidding. You just say that when you realize that you've hurt someone's feelings. But he, no, that's not true. Okay. I'm often kidding. Chip essentially molests the wall. Yeah, he has to find the sweet spot. Yeah, and he does. He also knows, like, Stephen got kicked out of his apartment with his girlfriend. This, this is what we call a red flag. That he's, like, doing deep dives on Steven's past. Mm-hmm. It's also where you learn about Sam and Stan Sweet, both played by Ben Stiller. So there's this trial of the century going on, and everyone's glued to their TVs about it. And it's this recurring... You don't even know it's, like, going to be a major part of the movie. Right. It just keeps coming around in the background. On the TV, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they do let you know that the whole world is watching. Mm-hmm. This, again, this is 90s trash. This is what we did with O.J. Your Simpson. mom would have been glued to the TV for this Glued shit. to the TV. She, that she would have talked about nothing. I remember we were so glued to the O.J. Simpson trial. That's all that was on our fucking TV all the time. My mom, it's all she would talk about. That I was doing my spelling words. And we had to write sentences for the spelling words. So I was just doing about the O.J. Simpson trial. Because... <laughs> Because I thought that's it was, all that was on, and I thought it was funny. Yeah, to do it about the O.J. Simpson trial. Wow, As it was like about like Johnny Cochran's suit and all kinds of shit. I remember it sitting on my floor, trying to make my parents laugh. So now it's time for the attempted bribery. Chip does not like it. He very, very seriously warns him of the consequences of his actions. Six months in jail. He's fucking around now. He's gonna juice him up. Chip's a good guy so far. He also essentially asks Stephen on a date. That's what this is a date mm-hmm. to the satellite. Like if you took a girl there, you would fuck on the satellite. Maybe you just make out. It's the uh, first date. On the satellite, though. Yeah. They do lay on the satellite yeah. later. Yeah. That, that you would. I would want to fuck somebody on a satellite. I'm sure you would. A big satellite like that. That's cool. I don't normally fuck on the first date. I'd make out on the satellite. So he'd have to go back to the, well, the first date couldn't be the satellite then. Because <laughs> you want to fuck on the satellite. Yeah. The first date would have to be like uh, the Mexican I didn't fuck you on the first the... date. No. You Despite tried. Despite my best efforts. Yes, yeah, you tried. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck on the first date. Nope. Second. <laughs> All bets are off. <laughs> Pretty sure I fucked on the first on the second date too though. That's fuck! I said her name again. Let's bleep it out. Sorry. He kind of guilt trips him into it too. Yeah. Like, he's manipulative. Because he's fucking psychotic. Right. But right now, you just think he's a well-meaning weirdo. They go in the cable truck, a.k.a. the fun bus, to the satellite on the information superhighway. They didn't even go up to his door to pick him up. He was yelling at him from the window. Not very chivalrous. No. Not at all. Not a good date. This is where Chip comes to clear his head. Uh, there are worse places to go to clear your head than this big fucking satellite in the middle of nowhere. There's also better places, considering it's a fucking satellite. But it's an unobstructed view of the stars. But he... Like, what kind of... Uh, 
brain damage is that doing laying in a satellite? Um, probably not the best. You only want to fuck in the satellite on special occasions. Second dates. <laughs> anniversaries of second anniversaries dates. Anniversaries of the second date. <laughs> Once a year. Yeah, I don't I don't know what, what the satellite does to you. But it's a big satellite. We I know order some big satellites. I saw a UFO <sighs> by them one time. Yeah. That's what I heard. It is pretty impressive though, this big fucking satellite. It's impressive. Fucking satellite. Yeah, you fuck on the satellite. That's what you do up there. He he actually also calls the future here. Like he predicts the future for real. Integrating your phone, TV, and computer. That is literally our world now. Mm-hmm. What's he fucking say you can watch? I don't remember. Something from fucking Vietnam on one channel. Or you can play video games with your friends from Vietnam on one channel and watch women mud wrestling on another. Mm-hmm. That is the internet. Yeah. That is your phone. Mm-hmm. Which, integrating TV, phone, games. That That is... That is your yeah. phone. This is at a time when our teachers were saying, you're not always going to have a calculator in your pocket, I Carolyn. Have fucking all kinds of shit in my pocket now. Calculator. I have a calculator on my watch right now. Yeah. That I, I am wearing a calculator 24 hours a day. My calculator is on my phone is so like blase. Like I don't care about it so much that sometimes I set it as my alarm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how little I pay attention to this calculator. It is right beside of it. They look very similar. I should move it. This really is a date, though, right? They're laying under the stars in the satellite, getting to know one another. Mm-hmm. This is a mandate. Mm-hmm. A mandate. Ha-ha. <laughs> Chip gives him amazing advice, too. He does give him really good advice. Sadly, it was the final thought on Jerry Springer show. And this is a recurring theme throughout the entire movie. Chip's whole personality is pop culture references. Mm-hmm. Steve does use Chip's advice and he gives her the whole entire fucking Springer line. Right down to suggesting dinner and sleepless in Seattle. This works. And we get a Sam Sweet update. He tried to frame an Asian. It's pretty fucking funny. He looked Asian. I think he was speaking Asian. <laughs> it's, it's good stuff. Ben Stiller is fucking hilarious. He's on my fucking nerves. On to what's probably the... Is it the most famous part of the movie? Is the basketball scene, probably? No. No? It's Cable Guy! Okay, well, that's just a quote. Cable Guy! Isn't it fun? Wasn't that fun? No. Why, you look like the type of person that just had fun saying that. <laughs> that's what you look like. You're like, no! You look like you fucking love that no. in your soul. Anyway, on to the basket. I do like movie quotes. Yes, you do. And the next time we order Chinese, you're going to say, they were speaking Asian? No. Okay. I will try very hard to not quote Ben Stiller ever. Except that one Except that one movie. You could trouble me for a warm glass of shut shut the the hell hell up. up. (laughs) Yeah, you, you say that. I'm surprised you don't say that every time I ask you for a drink when you go downstairs, which you is... you don't ask me if I could tr- if you could trouble me for it. Maybe I'll start. Yeah. Well, then I will definitely do it. All right. You say, Bet. can can I trouble you for a drink? <laughs> you can trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. Bet. 
Ew. You are not a teenager. You don't get to say bet. <laughs> period. <laughs> period. That's what all the fucking teenagers at work say. Like, period. <laughs> What's with the T? I don't know. And they, when they text it to me, they spell it P-E-R-I-O-D-T. They text it with the T. I like that. Like, I can hear my boss who is only fucking 20 years old, two aisles over, saying, period, to whoever the fuck she's talking to. I'm like, oh, my God. Wow, I got a new word to say. Great. To the olds at work. (laughs) Chip plays a physical style of basketball that I can appreciate. That's kind of how I played. Cheap shot and being a kind of fucking menace. Breaking the backboard? No, I never broke the backboard. I never ran up on somebody's back. Because that's the only way you could dunk. Crashed the backboard like Shaquille O'Neal. I'm fucking 5'8". What do you want from me? I know. That's what I mean. I was even shorter then. Mm-hmm. This annoys Steven because he ruins the game. So Chip spam calls him at least nine times. There's at least nine messages on mm-hmm. the machine from him. And Robin has arrived, but sadly the cable is out. You know what that means. Gotta call the cable guy. Gotta call Chip. But Chip is already at the door. The reddest of flags. Yeah. This flag is made out of fire. Yeah. Well, he ruined the date on purpose. So. Mm-hmm. He does fix it, though. And he gets another date out of Steve. Mm-hmm. Some more advice, too. Don't kiss her. Don't touch her. Not the worst advice. Leave her wanting more. Yeah, see? Don't fuck on the first date. This is they. This is not their first date. They, they've already broken it's up. It's their new first date. They're starting uh, over. Uh, so far, Chip's advice has been great. Chip, outside Steve's apartment, also watching Sleepless in Seattle. Now, this would be a red flag, but Chip or Steve doesn't know that this is happening. We only know this. Flashback. We get Chip in front of the TV. Mom is going to happy hour. All Chip has is the TV. It appears. Like so many other children of that generation, they were raised by the television, left by their parents home alone. Yeah. This movie is smarter than people gave it credit for. Date night, he's taking them to the finest restaurant in town. It's medieval times. The place you said we couldn't go in Las Vegas. No, I would hate you if you took me. To medieval times. Yeah, sorry. You wouldn't like to see jousting. No. You wouldn't like to eat a big turkey leg. No. What? You wouldn't like a big turkey leg? No. Would you like... I wouldn't like them talking to me like that. Would you... So, the Renaissance Fair is out. Correct. What the fuck? Go with someone else. No one else likes that shit. See? <laughs> <laughs> Find you a girl that likes the Renaissance Fair. You could probably have to go there to find them, though. (laughs) At the Renaissance Fair? Yeah. Just wander around the Renaissance Fair. Yeah. Maiden, maiden. Yeah. Please stop. Don't. Just come up with your pickup line somewhere else. Don't use it on me. I can't even. Nope. My fair maiden. No! I seem to have misplaced my steed, which is my car. I don't know where I parked. Okay. Chip does a weird as fuck Silence of the Lambs impressions with Steve's chicken skin. I don't know if this would be funny if I was there. I think it wouldn't be. I think I'd be like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah, well, the whole time he's trying to tell him that he hates him. Yeah, he really is. He's really trying to break up with him Yeah. right now. 
This is similar to um, when Dan in real life was trying to tell Dane in real life that the girl from the bookstore was Dane in real life's girlfriend. But they just, he just won't let him do it. Mm-hmm. Steven and Chip were chosen to do battle. What a coincidence. Yeah. He gave them fr- he gave them free cable. He gives everybody free cable. He seems to give everybody free cable. But he doesn't stalk everyone that he gives free cable. So I don't understand that. No, that's weird. But I think they don't really give him the time of day that Steven did. Maybe he asked Steven out on the date and like forced him to go. So You know, maybe all these other people fucking rebuffed his advances. So Chip plays possum and takes advantage of Steve's weakness. Now Chip is Spock, but he's talking like Captain Kirk. He's talking like um, William Shatner, not Leonard Nimoy. Mm-hmm. Chip is victorious for now. And and somehow they let these th- this maniac on a horse, like this crazy man. They, they, they let them joust. They also let a horse in an eating establishment. Yeah, well, I think that's what happens at medieval times. I would not know because... No, I'd go to medieval times. You are allowed to go. I just don't want to go. I think you'd love it. It's like dinner theater. Would you love dinner theater? No. Murder mystery? No. Remember that episode of Bob's Burgers? Yes. Doesn't that seem fun? (laughs) No. (laughs) Steve does win in the end. This actually seemed to work like a charm, too, because Steven wants to do it again next week. He wants to blast this maniac with a fucking... What is that thing called? A jousting stick? Yeah, that's not called a jousting stick. There's no way that's what it's called. Is it a spear? Uh, I think it's called a jousting stick. That can't be. All right, I'm going to look it up. Where's What's our a jousting stick? stick called? Lance. A lance. It's a lance, yeah. It sure is a fucking lance. Yep, it's a lance. Damn it. Because <clears throat> they also call it lancing. Yeah, Lance Armstrong. Th- no, they don't have anything to do with each other. You think he couldn't joust? He's he fucking best bike rider ever. Throw his ass on a horse. So put him on a fucking bike and then bike across the jousting Bike ring. jousting, yeah. They did that on one of the CKY movies. You could put him on a bike, shoot as much steroids into his ass as he wants. Set him off. He'd be so good at it. Skip has upgraded his home entertainment system a lot. Like, a lot. It went from one TV to... Yeah, one TV and, like, a lawn chair. Yeah, to the best home entertainment system the 90s had. He can't accept it. This clearly offends Chip, but Chip kind of plays it off. Chip... Throws a freaking karaoke party at Steven's house. And then we find out Robin is going on a date. They're spending time apart. And Steven's argument is that's not spending time apart. That's spending time with other people. Mm -hmm. Which is true. Yes. So that's bad news for their relationship for sure. Oh, yeah. I got I don't even like that this ends up with them getting back together. She fucking sucks. Yeah. He should have found someone new. Like Mm -hmm. the girl that works at the jousting food place. I don't think he has a shot with her. I'm just saying something. Yeah. Yeah. She's not the greatest. And the way he um, 
kind of pines over her is fucking weird. Yeah. Does not fit the movie. Mm-mm. Steven got him like a course on how to lose your lisp. It's like a program on tape. And it really hits Skip emotionally. He's never had a friend before. Like, if if Skip could play his fucking cards right, this could work. He doesn't. He points out a pretty girl instead. Mm-hmm. And he gives more amazing advice. He who hesitates masturbates. <laughs> it's true. You gotta be bold. This girl does fuck on the first date. Yeah, because she's paid to. Okay, well, that, 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 that is one detail. Well, they're guaranteed to put out if you fucking pay them to. You got me there. Rick and Chip have a brewing beef with each other, and Rick is going to find out what Chip's deal is. It's... Chip is going to sing some karaoke, and he really goes all out. Jim Carrey fucking... Oh, yeah. One thing you can never say about Jim Carrey is that he doesn't put every single thing into it. He does. He... (laughs) He's an amazing actor. Yeah. Even, like, the silly, stupid shit. All of it. He fucking commits. He's so good. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. It's too loud with Chip giving a lovely rendition of Jefferson Airplane. Don't you want somebody to love? Do you like that song? It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. So Steve and his lady friend are going to another room to talk. This turns into a massage and likely sex. The foreplay caught on Polaroid by Skip. This is likely blackmail material. As we'll find out later, this is definitely blackmail material. Yeah, well... That's what he does the entire time. Mm-hmm. Steven wakes up the next morning. That was just what he needed. Heather skips treat. Heather was, in fact, a prostitute. Yeah. Totally clean, though. Skip checked her out a week ago. Not, Not a even drip. a drip. That's... That's disgusting. Gross. Very disgusting. So Steve throws Skip out of his apartment. And now it's time for Robin's date. Who's she having a date with? Owen fucking Wilson, baby. What's cool about this movie is it has all these people now that we look back on and we're like, oh, they were huge. Owen Wilson, huge. Um, even Bob Odenkirk was is like a character actor, but he's big, big, big time now. Even Ben Stiller back then, he had like only done. What the fuck was that movie? Reality Bites. Who cares about Ben Stiller? Jack Black, just like a sidekick. We we have all these fucking people that turn out to be like genius level in this movie when they're just starting out. It's great. Except Ben Stiller. Yeah, he was already a genius. <laughs> so Skip is in the restroom in a disguise. His disguise is a mustache, um, which I think he reprises. He me actually my- kind of looked like the Ben Stiller character in the fucking happy gilmore no like the one that was because he was on trial oh yeah he like he kind of like, looked like him like um yeah what the fuck were their names i forget because i remember sweet yeah i remember when the like the first time i watched this movie that i was like do they have the right person is it actually jim carrey who 
did the murders because yeah. he looked so similar in that disguise. Yeah. Wow. Maybe. That would be interesting. I mean, it's not. That it's just, would that's be where I thought it was going when I first watched the movie. And I remembered thinking that whenever I watched it this time. I just can't. And I know, I knew that it wasn't this time, but I remembered that I thought that. I just can't stop picturing picturing him as fucking dude from Me, Myself, and Irene when he also has the mustache. You don't like that one? No. It's not that good. It's not good. Owen Wilson is a fucking arrogant prick. Owen Wilson plays arrogant prick r- really well. He really does. Like, I wonder you, if he is. I don't think he is. Uh, I think he just plays it well. I don't know. Um, there was apparently like something one. where he like abandoned his daughter. Like he's like, he got a girl pregnant. He's like, I'm not raising this child. And he fucking stood by it. That's kind of shitty. But he just seems fucking kind of laid back to me. Did he pay for it? Uh, probably. Yeah. Then whatever. Dude should get a choice whether they... I, I tend to agree. Parent but or not, but you should also... Should, I think the choice should be trying to parent your fucking child. That's, that's just my personal opinion. So you go out and get some rando pregnant right now, you feel like you should have to parent that person forever? I should, like, see my child, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. If I found out I had some, like, long-lost child that was, like, 20 right now. That's way different. I would want to... It's way different than you are having casual sex with someone and they accidentally get pregnant and decide to fucking keep the kid. Well, that's that's still my child. I like babies. <laughs> we have the, this baby at our house. Mm-hmm. I want to see him all the time. He's not even mine. So Skip dunks his head in the toilet, powders his face, tears his eyebrows out for some reason. Owen Wilson barely keeps it together during this. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He's smiling and laughing the whole time. It's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know if, like, they're like, we have one shot at this or if he could never do yeah. it. Yeah. If he could just like, never do it. Like, is this the it. best they got? Was... <laughs> <laughs> because Jim Carrey, no matter how fucking crazy he gets, he ne- he, he, he doesn't break character. No. Like, he can keep a straight face. He can continue to do it. He becomes the character. He yeah. He really fucking does. They said when he was filming that um, Andy Kaufman movie, he was insufferable. Just a prick. Like, Jerry Lawler was in it. Really wanted to beat the shit out of him. Because he fucking got in the Andy Kaufman and just stayed that way, like, method acting all the time, being mm-hmm. a fucking annoying asshole constantly. Like, what's that movie? Liar, Liar. How they have the outtakes at the end, right? Like, he continues to goat people, like, yeah, and and get other people laughing or whatever, but he will stay in character, and the only time they were able to get him to break was when she fucking screamed at him over actor. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that got him. Yeah. Speaking of liar, liar, there's just something about Jim Carrey in a fucking bathroom beating. Right? <laughs> <laughs> For my money, there's nothing better than Jim Carrey I'm kicking, kicking an ass, my ass dude. kicking what? someone's ass, or kicking his own ass in a bathroom. Yeah. Commercial for the movie about the Sweet Brothers. The trial isn't even over yet. This this was the 90s. You yeah. would get the fucking O.J. Simpson shit. Dramatizations. The trial isn't over. You don't even know if this guy did it yet. Oh, come on, he did it. Who, O.J. or Sam Sweet? O.J. I think the Sweet Brother did it, too. That's not real. Now Chip's at Robbins. He's going to upgrade her cable. Steve sent her. Yeah. 
He's actually helping Steven once again, sort of. He never helps Steven without a string attached or some sort of blackmail mm -hmm. opportunity. In this case, he gets to see their birthmark on her shoulder, wires up some fucking cameras in her house. Mm -hmm. He asked the girl to marry him, but they had to take some time apart, too. And then she died. Bungie jumping in Mexico. Yeah. Promise I, me you won't bungee jump in Mexico. I, I feel that story's not true. No. Robin calls immediately and proclaims her love. She's over the moon for Steven again. He's going to call because her. Because she got some fucking freaking for, for, Yeah, for fucking HBO. She got like Cinemax. She's like, Steven, we got to make this work. He's going to call her as soon as he gets home. Free cable is the ultimate aphrodisiac. <laughs> now he's got to blow Rick off. He seemingly does this often because Rick is like, again, you fucking asshole. Yeah. Which is another reason why he just should not be with this chick. Yeah, because she fucking ruins all his relationships with everyone else. And Steven breaks up with Chip in the rain. It's very sad. Chip is a good friend, but he's also like the worst enemy in the fucking world. Is he a good friend, though, if the entire time the only reason why he's doing anything is so that he can use it against him later? That's not really a good friend. I don't think that the only reason he's doing anything is to use it against him later. I think Everything. I think he's compiling a file, sort of, in case he has to use it later. No one does that. Crazy guy does it. Cable guy does it. I like how his shirt says The Cable Company. Like, they didn't even come up with a name for it. It's just The Cable Company. Yeah. I'm going to be Cable Guy for Halloween. Great. Easiest costume ever. Blue jumpsuit, cable company patch. But also, we haven't gone trick-or-treating in three years. Oh, yeah. So. We should give out candy. The kids do. I want to I wanna get, like, um, a harness. But I'm not sure our tree could handle this. And, um. <clears throat> what kind of harness? A harness. I'm not, not into Not like a stuff. sex harness. <laughs> um, like a harness, like, that I was supposed to wear when I was using the scissor lift. Harness? Scissors? Okay. <sighs> And I want to hook hook the line to the back of it, the harness, so I can hang like this. <clears throat> and I want to get a noose and put it around my neck and tie it over the tree. but So you won't see the harness. You'll just see the noose. And people will think it's like a dummy hanging from the tree. And I'll pass go, and scare the fuck out of them. But I'm afraid somebody will punch me in the dick. I'm afraid that you'd accidentally actually hang yourself. Uh, that's... Yeah. Occupational hazard. It's a risk. <laughs> it's a risk. A risk I'm willing to take. I'm more worried about getting punched in the dick because my dick will be like punch height. You can't die by hanging. I won't get your money. But if it was an accident, this would clearly be an You'll accident. You'll be hanging yourself. It won't be an accident. It'll clearly look like suicide. <clears throat> no, it'll look like, oh no, the harness failed. Like I took precautions here. I don't know if the insurance company will buy it, so please don't die. I won't. Now Chip's calling Robin from a fucking telephone pole. This is not good. Police arrive at Steven's office, one of them being the cop that was at the fucking karaoke party. Receiving stolen property. Not good. Although, I don't know if receiving... Receiving stolen property should be a crime if you don't know it's stolen. Right. That's a weird thing to get charged with. That seems like something you charge somebody with when you're looking for something else to charge them with. Right. Like, if you <clears throat> if you give me, like, a DVD 
that you stole. How is that my fucking problem? You're right. Like, I wouldn't know that. I think it usually comes in handy when they're like, they, they're looking for drugs and dealers and shit like that. And then they happen to have a whole bunch of shit that they were going to pawn that they stole. I guess, but that's just such a weird fucking, weird fucking crime. It's like. Yeah. How the hell would I know? It was stolen. But usually the people that end up buying the stolen property, they don't get in trouble. It's the person that sold it to them or gave it Well, that's it how them. it should be. Mm-hmm. It's like when they, when you but see people. They just people... didn't believe him that the fucking cable guy gave it to him because there's no cable guy. They couldn't find him. When you so see like, people yeah, right. get charged only with resisting arrest. Yeah. What were they getting arrested for? Yeah. The, that the... charge should be there. Yeah. They have to. Yeah, they weren't resisting arrest if they weren't being arrested for something else. That's mm-hmm. weird. Just like attempted murder, too. Like, why don't you just get charged with the same thing as murder? Just because you, like, suck at just it? Just because you failed. <laughs> yeah. Just because you're awful at it? Like, why would you... They're like, well, you only get one year because you attempted it. That's just as bad. Yeah. It's just yeah. as bad as doing it. So, Steve and parents are there. Um, they think he's doing the pot. <laughs> and there's also no Chip Douglas at the cable company. He does not work there. Steven has to spend a weekend in jail. Thankfully, he does have a visitor, Chip Douglas, a.k.a. Larry Tate. Chip taught him a lesson. Best friend, worst enemy, just like I said earlier. And right now, he's going to do worst enemy. Nipple on the glass. Oh, Billy. And one last threat. Robin will be well taken care of. You think Chip has enough game to pull Robin? No, I think he does because I think Robin sucks and I think she would do it just to get back at Steven. Rick thinks Chip Douglas sounds familiar. That's Jack Black. Robin and Steven are going to go visit Steven's parents and guess who is there? Chip fucking Douglas. Robin invited him after their lunch together. Mm-hmm. This is not good. Chip has the blackmail picture. Because he's a fuck. And they're going to play family password. And Steven's really a bitch about this. The family's right to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Steven? He, he's his mom's partner and he's like afraid to make her say vagina or nipple. Mm. Especially nipple. Like nipple's not even that bad. I probably wasn't allowed to say it when I was a kid. No, you weren't allowed to say like what? Testicle. Scrotum or testicle? Testicle. Holy testicle Tuesday. I probably would have got hit for that. That's crazy to me. Yeah. It was normal to me. But now it feels crazy. Because <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous and stupid. <laughs> it's insane. And if you said testicle, someone would hit you. I got hit for saying god dang one time. God dang. Mm-hmm. Mom did get nipple, though. Next password is? I don't know, because Steven loses his mind. I think it... A circumcision. Yeah, I was thinking it was or foreskin. Or foreskin yeah, or foreskin. Maybe clitoris or something. I don't know. But it's something like that. He's flipping out and everyone is on Chip's side. And they don't have all the information we have, so it's reasonable for them to be on Chip's side, honestly. Steven clocks Chip, and Chip does deserve this. Yeah, because of what he whispered in his ear. But on the way out, Chip does forgive Steven because he's the bigger man. Okay. He is. He's way taller than Matthew Broderick. <sighs> Steven's at work, 
that private shit talking of Hal playing on everyone's computer. Hair plugs, hair plugs, hair plugs. Funny prank. Mm, he got fired. Yes, he's been fired, and all the car alarms in the parking garage are blaring. And there's also this weird mashup of Jason Voorhees and Field of Dreams from from um, Chip Douglas. Yeah. Because he's fucking psycho. Yeah. Chip Douglas is in itself a TV show reference. There have been many TV show characters fired from cable companies as of late, it sounds like. Chip doesn't work for the cable company anymore. He's just a rogue lunatic. How are they giving out cable then? Well, he just knows the ins and outs. He's an expert. And he's trying to bust down Steven's door. This is a this is a dream. The thing where he fucking pretends like he's leaving and he stomps ever so lightly, yeah. like lighter and lighter and lighter. Oh. <laughs> I fucking laugh so hard at that every single time. I laughed when we watched the trailer. Mm-hmm. I laughed at that fucking part because it was in the trailer. That is why is that so fucking funny to me? It's it's hilarious. I love it. Green eyed cable guy gets in. Like I said, this is obviously a dream. The phone rings and wakes him up. It's Chip on the other line. He's very de- dejected, and there's a spider walking across his face. Yeah. Where is he? Is he in, like, the crawl spaces of her house? I don't know. I don't know where he is. I don't I don't know where he lives. He might live in that fucking cable van. Yeah. I have no clue where he lives. Chip is having a get-together with a lady friend. They're going to go to the satellite, and he gives her the same speech. The only way Stephen figures out where he's taking her is some neighbor heard the information superhighway line Mm -hmm. but he should have guessed that's where they were going anyway for real because if not he's a fucking moron robin isn't pumped to be there she just wants to go home it is pouring down rain this is far less romantic than when he took steven there yeah she's worried about steven which is odd this is the first fucking time that's happened in this movie i don't know what her fucking deal is here he has Robin hanging from a rope over the dish like some fucking cartoon. He needs to be like twirling his fucking mustache or something. And he attacks him and quotes Waterworld because it's raining and there's puddles of water. Steven punches the lisp out of him. And <laughs> Chip is so happy about this. But then he punches it back into him. Yeah. Is that how lisps work? You can just knock him in and out? I don't think so. There's sirens in the distance. Skip is taking Robin all the way to the top of the satellite. Stephen like, called the fuzz. Yeah. And Skip is apparently fucking King Kong. Damn. Taking the girl up to the top of the building. With a stapler. Yeah, with a stapler. <laughs> He's using a stapler. At least it's a staple gun. Not even a staple gun. It's just one of those staplers. The Stanley staple gun, like, that you would use, like, uh, for a poster. Yeah, it's not. it's not a desk stapler. And it's not like a staple gun you fucking use in construction. Right. It's the middle stapler. Yeah, they wouldn't go deep enough to hurt you. Yeah, it's it's not... I mean, it would hurt, but like it wouldn't kill you. It's not like the single shot gun. No. And it's not a fully automatic assault rifle. Like, if you just pulled the trigger at someone, it would just bounce off of them. You have to... would You would have to press it to their skin yeah, which they used to do in ecw like staple the shit yeah so it's not gonna kill you it's not there was a trick to that though they didn't always staple each other 
like when they would put the dollar bill or whatever on their head and hit them with the staple gun, usually they were bleeding already, so it would just stick, and there were no staples in it. He's comparing all this to the movie. Stephen pleads with him that this isn't a movie, and then he starts talking to his mom, how she expected the Bradys to raise him, the Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. He learned the facts of life by watching the facts of life, mm-hmm. which we're not good at giving the facts of life. Mm-mm. He jumps off the satellite, but Stephen saves him. Which wouldn't have actually been possible. Probably not. you got to be very strong. And he did like a fucking backflip. Yeah, it was a pretty good backflip. Um, very athletic <laughs> for a cable guy. But somebody has to kill the babysitter, and he and freaking cable guy lets go. And the verdict is in in the sweet trial. Just, Everyone in the entire <clears throat> world is waiting for. Yeah, and everybody watches on this one big satellite dish. And just before the verdict is delivered, Skip hits the dish and kills the signal. So everyone has to turn off their TV and do something else. One guy even picks up a book. Yeah. Everyone is pulled out of this false reality and jolted back in their real life. You like that shit? Mm-hmm. The fall does not kill Skip. I remembered the fall killing Skip. Really? I misremembered the end of this movie. I thought he died. We have no kills in this movie. No jump scares and one breast. Did you just count his boob? Yeah. Oh, my God. I did. <laughs> PG-13 movie, but we got a breast. Steven wants to know his name. It's Ricardo. Ricky, Ricky Ricardo. Ricardo. He just can't let it go. He doesn't actually have a personality. He's just a hodgepodge of pop culture references that make up his entire character. Helicopter nurse makes the mistake of calling him pal and buddy. Mm-hmm. The the double whammy. Yeah. Am I really your buddy? And we get the credits. The end. So I talked a little bit about the references just being his character. And I also said the movie was pe- deeper than people gave it credit for. Do you agree with that? Sure. I feel like the movie is pretty subversive in that it takes an art form, film, and uses it to satirize the exact same art form. So this is a a film making fun of our addiction to film and television. Mm-hmm. The entire point of this movie is a criticism of American consumer culture and how apt people are to trade in their authentic self for something made up they saw on a screen. That is the whole id of Chip Douglas. And it's also a critique of the shitty boomer parents that created an entire generation of latchkey kids that were primed for this sort of behavior by having the television raise them instead of their parents. Yep. It's a much smarter movie than it was given credit for. It was too dark for the time. Critics did not like this movie when it was released. Well, they were probably upset because it was calling them out on what they were doing with their own kids. They wanted stupidity. For all the high-minded, pretentious bullshit that critics spew. They wanted Jim Carrey crawling out of a fake rhinoceros's ass. Mm -hmm. That's what they wanted. Jim Carrey could have made any movie at this point in time. Any movie he wanted to. He's the biggest fucking star on the planet. This is after Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber. He made this, though. Did not have to. 
Negative response to this movie by critics largely proves the entire point of the movie correct. Yep. That they're vapid. And all they want is to be entertained. They don't want to think. Poor reception didn't stop this movie from being a, a successful film, though, as it made $102.8 million on a budget of $47 million. That is successful. That is not what you'd expect from a Jim Carrey movie at this point in time. Yeah. You would expect a much better return. The role was originally written for someone else. Not Jim Carrey. Who? Chris Farley. Oh, God. From Tommy Boy. I know who Chris Farley is. Would have been a worse movie, even though I adore Chris Farley, this would have been a worse movie. He would have played it too silly. It would not have worked. There was also someone else considered before Jim Carrey. Adam Sandler. (laughs) Would have been a different movie. Probably still would have been good. Would have been more comedy, though. It wouldn't have been as dark. You needed Jim Carrey for it to be as dark as it was. And for this movie to be as effective as it was, it needed to be pretty dark. But Jim Carrey got the role and he worked really side by side with the people writing the movie and directing the movie and all that. He was really involved in the tone and tenor of this movie. He had a lot of free reign in this movie. Hmm. I said the budget was $47 million. Jim Carrey was paid $20 million of it for this movie. Wow. Almost half, half of the budget of went the budget. to Jim Carrey. It was like a record at the time. Wow. Like I said... If you weren't, like, of age to watch Jim Carrey movies in the 90s, you probably don't know how fucking popular this guy was. Just on top of the fucking world. It has become a cult movie and is finally being re-examined by critics. It currently has a 55% critic score and a 51% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Awful Rotten Tomatoes, you fucks. You fucking idiots. (laughs) Who's reviewing these movies, fucking morons? So both of those groups can fuck off. So is it a horror movie, you think? I think so. I think so, too. I think it is a horror movie. It's dark. There's danger. No one dies. But that is not a requirement in a horror movie. You're right. I mean, it was very, very stalker-y. At the very least, this is a thriller. Yeah, I mean, he... It's obviously fucking deranged. Um... He's a stalker. He was manipulative. He blackmailed. Like, and there was danger in there too. I mean, pulling her up there in the rain and all that. I mean, yeah, it was a horror movie. Beating and hospitalizing Owen Wilson. Yeah. There's a very real chance if some different choices are made, he kills one of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I think this is a horror movie. I do. So, it's been a while. Where do you rank it? What? What? Since when do I do that? Don't you have to rank it? Have we even used any of your movies this year? What month is it? What time zone am I in? What country am I in? It is August. I have to think. I don't even have a notebook. I'm not prepared. I don't know. Would you like to get the rankings next time on the mini episode? Yeah, I don't even know where my book is. All right, well, we'll find your book, and we'll get the rankings out. I'm sorry. It's fine. Is there a chance that we haven't ranked movies yet this year? It can't be, because you picked four. The audience picked four. That's only eight. Okay. So what would that be like with the two rom-coms? 16 weeks. 
with two rom-coms that's 10 movies every other week that's 20 weeks there's only 52 weeks in a year yeah. year's halfway over maybe we didn't I feel like I have not ranked anything in a long ass time. Okay, well then we can start with this. Where do you rank this one? It's the only one. Okay. So I rank it last. First. I gave also it a, last. I gave it a four and a half out of five on Letterboxd. This is a great, great movie and I love it. Okay. You don't ask me. You just rate it whatever you want. My, your fucking TV. I didn't rate it on the TV. If it was my TV, I'd get to watch Zach Bagans. You can watch him anytime I'm not around. You know, there's an implication that that guy fucked a ghost. <laughs> and people wonder why I watch it. That's why. You'd fuck an alien. I'd probably fuck a ghost. I'd probably fuck a ghost before an alien. On a satellite. Sure. Do you have anything else to add? No. No? Fucking ghosts on satellites where we're ending this, huh? Yep. And say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn.